Uh, good morning. You're listening to. Oh, there we go. I thought you were a pro at this. I feel like I'm an echo. So, good morning. You're listening to On Patrol with the PPD at the WTBR FM 89.7 radio station here in. Is it east? South? Southeast? What is it? South. Southeast Pittsfield. Yeah, Federico Drive. Yep, yeah. So uh, before we get going to this alleged weekly radio station, I think a shout-out goes to the chief, uh, we're going to listen to your local weather. WTBR radar weather for the Pittsfield area. Today, sunny. Highs in the mid-70s. Northwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, clear. Lows in the lower 50s. North wind around 5 miles per hour. Saturday, sunny. Highs in the upper 70s. North wind around 5 miles per hour. Weather forecasts for WTBRFM are provided by the National Weather Service. It is. Oh, there we go. It sounds better. All right. Uh, today's Friday. 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 Hey, listen, I've never... It's Friday. August 12th, and I can tell you the first time in my career in 30 years, right? So I've been working since I was 14. In 30 years, the first time I've ever had scheduled weekends off. I've never had that. In how many years? 30. 30. Showing your age. Never had it. Well, I'll be 44. I don't care. (laughs) I look good for 43 right now. So what are you doing on this weekend? Uh, This weekend, I'm working. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so first time he's had scheduled weekends off, but he's working this weekend. So. Yeah, I am. I am. Well, that, that comes a part of it. But um, uh, Jimmy's Ride is on Saturday morning. That's the annual Jimmy's Ride. I forgot I forgot what year it is for that. Uh, so uh, Sergeant J.P. Murphy and I will be leading that again. And then uh, Saturday night we have, there's a movie, a new movie uh, venue down at the Riverwalk on Dewey Ave. And that's in the evening, put on by a, a private company. But the ice cream truck will be there. It's called, what's called Riverwalk? Uh, it's the Riverwalk Park. Oh, okay. And it, uh, I think it might be Milwana or something like that. But I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. I don't have kids. So. Yeah. Um, uh, so the ice cream truck will be there. I'll be there. It's a date night for the wife and I. And then uh, Sunday, the ice cream truck's going out to Chicopee to Westover Air Force Base. Wow. For family, family uh, day. For the National Guard. Is he going to make it back? Uh, I hope so. If not, I have uh, Sergeant Reagan, I believe, will be out there with uh-huh. his family. You can get me get me back up and going. So, listen, I'm uh, glad that I'm not the host of this show. <laughs> I'm, I'm normally normally the, the stand-in host for the chief. But thankfully, we have uh, Sergeant Jeff Arena of that whatever unit you're called. <laughs> so we... Uh yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I may be doing the least amount of talking here, though, with you being on the show. So oh! I think we just switched lo- uh, seats, oh! you know. <laughs> but yes, this is uh, so. My name is Jeff Arena. I'm uh, Sergeant with the Pittsfield Police Department. We got Gary Munn here as well with us. Uh, I feel like I'm in this seat here. I feel like I got the power. Last time I was uh, a couple weeks ago, I was here as a guest on your side, Darren, and uh, yep. And now over here, I think the only thing better would be if Chief let me use his office while he's away. So. I think we could. Uh, uh, <laughs> guy over here has probably got a key to it. So, <laughs> so uh, just some quick updates about some PPD news before we get into anything, uh, any of the fun stuff. 
uh, robbery at the Great Lake Federal Credit Union earlier this week. Um, it's been in the news. It's been uh, on our Facebook page as well. I believe photographs were posted on our Facebook page as well, some surveillance photos. Uh, Detective Bureau of Pittsfield Police Department is asking for any information. Uh, anybody who has any information just to contact the Pittsfield Police Department Detective Bureau. Some other info. Uh, recently, some of the field training officers, they, they or new officers finished their field training. Probationers, right? yeah. And uh, they're out on solar patrol. Is that, that's, that's pretty big, huh? Yes, because it takes months and months and months and months. The process from, let's say, hired at the academy or hired, go to the academy, become solo patrol is somewhere, somewhere around a it's, year, right? Uh, pr- closer to a year and a half. So it's it's not a quick. You're high. Olden days, I hear that you were hired and they gave you a uh, just gave like, you a radio. A, yeah, a radio, and you walked out and and you or you went to the call box apparently on uh, North Street or something like that and wound it up and made a call. We still have a couple of old <laughs> older people that I think um, that have probably used that yeah. function back yeah. then. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> one's at, one's upstairs. And <laughs> She's one, the longest. She is the longest serving member, I think, mm-hmm. at the moment. So one of the yeah, she. Uh, I think I was like minus seven years old when she was hired in the police department. So I was. Uh, <laughs> she's been working here much longer than I've been alive. Was she your dare officer? She was not. I, it was okay. Actually, last time I was, it was here, it was uh, Lieutenant Hill was my dare officer. Okay. So, um, fun fact about field training: I actually had Officer Derby as one of my field training officers. Oh. Everybody thinks that he's this fun-loving like cop, <laughs> where it's like, hey. <laughs> He's out handing out ice cream or talking to people or he's bringing the dog around or he's making, you know, good relationships. That's, I suppose he probably is, but as a field training officer, he's tough, angry, scary. It's a totally different person than I think what the public sees, which is important to have as a field training officer, but I'll tell you, he's, uh, it's tough, so don't let him fool you out there, people. Listen, I, I, uh, I will agree with some of those. We'll agree to disagree on most of those, um, but I think it's an you know it's in it's very important, especially to uh, you know have a person that's sitting in that seat next to you really give you uh, uh, some eye-opening examples sometimes, and sometimes I do get a little upset, <clears throat> especially when you don't listen. But you know that's that, that's something that I appreciated when I was in you know on probation and you know had somebody riding next to me like uh john bassey and jimmy losa yeah where they just wanted to open the door and say <laughs> you're walking back to the station you know can't do that no more but yeah, yeah. well i mean it, it works and i and i do appreciate that as well it's i, I mean you're only sitting in that seat with those chevrons just because you I mean just say it i mean because i yep. allowed you to get there you're right yep without the tutelage i wouldn't i don't think i'd be here it's uh you need a little bit of the stress and the you know so if your field training officer can put a little bit of that on you safely in the passenger seat to prepare you when you're by yourself and you have that safely. stress yourself then uh, <laughs> i don't think it's a bad thing uh going back a little bit to you said that there was a ride going on this weekend right yeah, Jimmy's ride. Did yeah, you, Jimmy Bernardo's ride. What's I don't think I've ever talked to you, even though I rode with you for a month in uh, field training. About what what led you to be a motorcycle cop as well, or riding? Am a I am I being interviewed? No, here? I'm just I don't even know. Am I being? You've probably been here a hundred times, so that's probably already been talked about. But <laughs> uh, so you know what it is? I I, I um, and all jokes aside, I wanted to feel the wind in my hair. <laughs> 
Oh. No, no. How long did that last? Um, well, it never started. So when I was a kid on a bicycle. Um, so I, I don't know. There was something about just being able to have that freedom of not having a passenger in your car, you know, uh, or a person under arrest. You know, um, I, there's nothing worse than riding in a patrol car that is not assigned to you or at least to limited amount of people because they are disgusting yes i can only imagine how half of my co-workers personal cars look after getting in a cruiser but you know um i enjoyed it you know you can really go anywhere with the motorcycle it allows you to be up and close you can go into the parks um i allegedly taken it into the uh, splash pad um (laughs) That may or may not have made social media. Video um, evidence of that? Yeah, there is video evidence, I think. Um, <coughs> but I can go behind people's houses uh, and surprise them that, at their barbecues. <laughs> I do like a, a, like a drive-by. I just kind of like it's like a, a drive-through uh, barbecue. I just pull in and say, hey, can I grab a plate, put it in my saddlebag, and I just take off. off. Yeah. Real dry, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, there's, uh, I've always been a stickler for... Um, really uh, shiny uh, mode of transportation, and I thought nothing you were going to say shiny, shiny head. Shiny well, I mean, head. listen, I, I wax <laughs> this at the same time I wax my motorcycle. <laughs> All right, uh, and car. But actually, I just uh, we just uh, ceramic coated the motorcycle. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it'll show tomorrow. Oh well, good. Yeah. Is it uh I mean, I know from working on patrol that it, there's times where, for example, we got a call on the tracks, or we got a call yep. in the woods, or we got yep. a call behind Taconic that you know a cruiser can't go into, and nobody wants to run on foot that far into the woods. Yeah, so I have, I have been uh, uh, alleged that I've taken that <laughs> off road. Um, the now retired Sergeant Murphy, um, now that he can't punish me. Um, <laughs> It has gone in the woods a couple of times. Uh, I have gotten it stuck in the woods a couple of times, and uh, but it safely made it back to the station on, well, not always undamaged, but um, yeah, it could pretty much go anywhere. There is no water and uh, no tree stumps. Well, tree stumps will get you every time. Yeah, yeah. It's a low. Is it a low rider uh, compared it, to others? It used to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, but uh, you know, and that's the nice part. Um, but not only are our our motor guys, uh, there are four of us. Not only are we trained and uh, allowed to use the Harleys, we are also part of the off road unit, um, the alleged off road unit. <laughs> when they when the bikes want to start, yeah. Oh, it's an issue. Yeah, yeah. Is it? And on top of that. All the memorial services that you guys do, the traffic stuff with... Yeah, um, yeah. So we lead, um, you know, so, you know, the motor unit, we can kind of consider that the 1% of the 1% of us, right? So 1% of us, you know, being the the, the police in the world and then the 1% of that 1%. So it's a fraction of the amount of patrolmen that actually get the the honor. Uh, We'll say it's an honor to ride on the motor unit. And for those of you who can't see or can see in the camera there... So the patch on the side, that's uh, the wing and wheel that's uh, 
reserved for motor unit guys. So if you ever see that on a police uniform, that you know that they are the elite. <laughs> the yes. elite of the elite. You're, how many do we have in this apartment? Four. Four, that's it. Okay. Four. We have four bikes. Two older, two somewhat newer. I mean, they're almost 10 years old. The newer ones. <laughs> so the older ones are pretty much uh, just shy of 20 years. But we use those to crash. We lay them right down on the pavement. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. You'd, ne- you'd never know it, though, because we use, uh, like, garden hose on the crash bars. Oh, all right. Yep. What's uh, I've, I feel like I've seen some training at what you have to go through to become a motorcycle yeah. cop. It yeah, it's pretty, pretty insane. Intense. It's uh, Driving through cones that are like two feet apart from yeah, each other. Yeah, so it's minimum two weeks. There's courses that where you can take up to four. Uh, you have Sergeant Murphy, who is a motor motor guy instructor. Um, so he actually had to do the two courses plus teach a, plus teach a course in order for him to, to pass. And he's done some crazy things. Like I think he can... He, he was uh, standing on like one leg and... And knee on the seat and like no hands up in the air, you know, the whole for fun. Oh. He was showing off, or was oh, that yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't, I, I feel like I wouldn't think that from uh, Sergeant Murphy. I'm gonna have to ask him to give us a well. When he's on the motor, he's a totally different guy, yeah, yeah, totally different guy. Like, he he literally uh is the uh, like the epitome of you know, like the motor man. He's at, he's at home on the motor, huh? Oh, yeah. that piece there? Oh, yeah. All right. He gets the wind between his hair. I mean, he has long hair, so he can do that. um, You know, and I talked to him this year. You know, we've always led the 4th of July parade, always. Um, And I I just think with this new regime that's come through, you know, the old guys, they're kind of, you know, we've put them to the pasture. (laughs) And uh, we want to do something new. So I think we might surprise our uh, citizens next year. On the motors, um, leading the parade with something different. Wow. Yeah, something different. Uh, we might call ourselves the ceremonial unit, and uh, there might be some cool stuff. You know, I mean, we're not going to be like the Shriners, you know, going up and over the, the tractor trailer thing and all that other stuff they do with the wheelies, but I think we will be a close second well, uh, to their entertainment. That's You heard it here first, then. Yes, that's breaking news on WTBR uh, 89.7 FM. (laughs) You can listen live. Next year, be ready for it. Fourth of July parade, you heard it here first. That's right. So getting off a little bit different direction here, um, talking a bit about the Digital Forensic Evidence Unit at Pittsfield Police Department. I Mm. know you had mentioned it a little bit. We talked about it a couple weeks ago uh, when I was on with the chief. It's very interesting. It's... uh, I mean, you you have to, I mean, I don't think we've ever had anything like that, have we? No, it's it's new for the department. We're working on uh, the kinks, working out the kinks here. So with this, so as the sergeant of this elite unit. (laughs) um, I don't know about as elite as the motorcade unit, because that's a high bar. The, um, you know, and before I forget, you know what else? The motor, the motor unit always gets to escort dignitaries. And so if you ever notice that, they're always in front of. You know, the, the president's motorcade, the vice president's motorcade. So, you know, hopefully one day I get to, I get to experience that. I think when Hillary Clinton was here. Wasn't she here? Yeah, I think she was here. Yeah, she went to the Colonial. Yeah, she went to the Colonial. I remember they had to weld all the... Uh, are the were, you, were you still in diapers then? Probably. They, they had to weld all <laughs> the manhole covers. That was pretty cool. They had really? to spot, yeah, spot, spot oh. weld them on South Street. Yep. 
Yeah, never seen anything like that. But well, anyway, so. Did you, did you escort, uh, who was it? Shaquille O'Neal was here a couple of years ago? Yes. You escorted yes. him on the, on, the, yes. on the bike or was it in Cruiser? No, I had the Cruiser and uh, Kara Soto had the motorcycle. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was probably the highlight of my yeah. career. Yes. Yeah. Was, that was what, two years ago? Yeah, I think two years ago. Yeah. And record should be, you know, it should be on record that I did not invite him. No, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, okay. Just a mere coincidence. <laughs> well, um, hopefully we're so. Told to work so with this, this um, elite uh, forensic uh, electronic forensic unit thing that you got going on, does that mean that you are now uh, you now have to kind of dabble with TikTok? <laughs> we, I mean, uh, you have to know. We don't, right? You have to know a lot of stuff. We don't personally use it for our own. <laughs> We don't have any own. I don't have my own account. Are you TikTok, not human? But, um, so, so do you wear a badge all the time? I mean, I mean, it's we, you got to have TikTok. We do. Uh, we do have to work investigations with it, but yeah. I do not have a TikTok. I don't have much social media, to be honest with you. So I'm working how, a lot with social media. So, as a supervisor, right? I mean, and, and again, we're being serious here, but we can still be funny. Um, how is it that you expect your other unit members to? understand fully what goes on in social media and how you have to adapt your unit to that right so search warrants i mean that's all that's not easy to get search warrants i'm sure subpoenas so and a lot of our some of our officers have some of the guys in the unit some of the officers that that you know do a lot of info on this even some of the uh, members of the sheriff's department work a lot with social media so although i I, I'm aware of how to use it, and I'm aware of what we can produce from it, from going to trainings and, and you know whatnot. But a lot of those guys have the info on what is on there so to, you have to a great monitor team. it. So you I know how team. to obtain yep. what I can. I know how to obtain what's on there, but to monitor it, to view it before going legal route, you know what's public. That's usually I refer that to my team of guys, and they're they're good about that. That's some members of the Pittsfield Police Department. And girls. That's excuse me, yeah, sorry, guys and girls. I apologize people, for that. People. Thank you, <laughs> people. <laughs> So yeah, although I don't have uh, really any social media, oh, a lot of the team have do have it and can use it, and that's definitely beneficial. Yes, so. I have seen some of their personal videos. <laughs> yeah. So we have Gary Munn with us as well. I don't know if he has. Do you have a camera on here or no? No, nope. no, no camera no. on Gary. He's been here probably just a few times less than Darren's been here. Um, so a lot mm. on the radio show, but. He, I just want to talk a little bit about his transition and some of the investigative work. Yeah, um, yeah so let's talk about. Let's put him yeah, on the spot. Yeah, so he, so he's just standing there smiling, laughing at us because we're the ones trying to talk. Get the this camera whole hour. off of me and put it on you. <laughs> but we want to see. Oh, there got, he is. Yeah. So he's so. First off, what, what, what through the city of Pittsfield? What did you prior? Let's say when you started here, what'd you do? Uh, strictly IT. Right. So supported the. Computer systems at the station, the technology that that's used. So the IT guy, technically, does that fall under support services? IT support services. Okay. All right. Technically, you were the technical guy. Is that correct to yes. say? Is that okay? So. So that was about the first first second year. How long ago was that? It's been five years now. Well, all right. <clears throat> and then, uh, probably third, fourth, and fifth year. We uh, go out there and, and try to find the new technology. When you got hired with, with the city of Pittsfield, did you know that you... So, so right now, explanation a bit about what you did. You were 
the technology guy, for lack of better terms, I apologize. The guru. The guru. Sorry, yeah, the technology guru. The um, smart, the elite. That's smart, Gary. <laughs> the elite of the technology, if we'll say, not as elite as the motorcade, but the elite of technology. Yep. Um, did you know that you'd be working? doing a lot of your work through the Pittsfield Police Department, like their technology, when you got hired for the city of Pittsfield? Yes. Uh, the, the job was specifically for the Pittsfield Police Department. So, you know, I work for City Hall, but I'm assigned to the Pittsfield Police Department. Did you, so is that, did that draw you here because you would be doing work through the Pittsfield Police Department or you just, you were, let's say it wasn't, you weren't going to be working through the Pittsfield Police Department. You think you would still be here through the city of Pittsfield? Um, so at the time that, um, this all went down. You know, I worked for Savick. They were moving to Houston. I went down to Houston to look around for a week. I really didn't didn't dig the city. So when I came back, then I started looking for other opportunities. And uh, my brother does IT for City Hall. And uh, the, this position was had been open for a while since uh, my boss, the director, vacated it to get his promotion. So, a little background. Although, so you 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 have some family ties to law enforcement, right? Yep. So what's yep. The, my what father, my father was police chief back in the eighties. For where? Hinsdale. Okay. So this isn't. So you 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 know about cops. You know about law enforcement. Be prior to it. So it seemed like a pretty good fit. So now, <clears throat> transitioning a little bit further, as of recent, when we started the Digital Forensic Evidence Unit, you you were taken on as, as an agent of that unit as well. Through the, so you still work for the City of Pittsfield, mm -hmm. and you uh, do some extra work with kind of transitioning a little bit into the the you know investigative side of things for you know assisting our unit. Right. Just for people who are going into law enforcement, or excuse me, people that are going into information technology, but have some sort of idea of law enforcement, maybe want to transition to law enforcement or do something in technology and law enforcement. Training that you went to or you obtained at, let's say, Savic or before you, even then, <clears throat> before the city of Pittsfield, any of that training that's been important to helping you with the investigative work that you're doing now for the city of Pittsfield? No, not, not really. Um, you know, every day is a learning experience and, and that's kind of why I'm here. Every day is a challenge and, you know, I enjoy a challenge. Um, but, uh, you know, I really rely on you guys to help me along and learn that side of it. That's so sweet of you. Uh, yeah. You know, well. I, I appreciate you being here. <laughs> I know you do. So <clears throat> with that, we, I want to talk about some video surveillance. I think this is a important for um you know people who listen to the show locally maybe this throughout is, is the county PSA. maybe throughout the world actually if people are listening to the show should this be a psa it should be okay do we have a uh, like a drop-in for this like a psa no no, no okay, not so. yet but -doo 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 -doo. so the psa we want to talk about a little bit about video surveillance through the how the cities uh i'll do it for the next psa because i have one coming up later too um Video surveillance, extremely important for, and I touched on it when we were um, a couple of weeks ago when I was speaking with the chief here on the radio, but it's extremely important for our investigations and not only for our investigations, but the protection of businesses um, throughout the city, uh, safety of, you know, the residents of the city and safety of, um, you know, just the people who live here. So... <clears throat> 
nowadays there's there's video surveillance on basically everything so um, we see all that like on csi and nypd blue and yeah and how they zoom in like 100 yards to get a license plate and defragment it and something it and i miss nypd blue that was yeah. a good show so back when nypd blue was doing their thing that was probably somewhat made up at the time uh, oh <laughs> now, somewhat. somewhat but now it's actually it's pretty accurate to what we can do now it's so they good. were they were uh, foreshadowing a bit but that is pretty accurate to what we can do now i mean businesses have it you we everybody has a cell phone on them um Vehicles, a lot of vehicles have video surveillance on them now, whether it's somebody that has a GoPro attached to their windshield or a city bus or a taxi or whatever. Um, traffic lights, we don't have any in the city of Pittsfield to have them, but traffic lights Shh. in some areas have them. <laughs> Sorry, we ha- we do have them, but we're not... Um, we can't utilize them. Right, we're not... We're not Somebody's watching. Spying, completely spying on people or anything like that, but <laughs> for the safety of the city and the operators, people on the motor vehicle traffic, that's what we have. We have cameras. Yep. Mm-hmm. And immensely important investigative tool. Um, they can tell us, they can, sh- oftentimes they can show a crime happening. They can, we can, s- you know, see what happens before or after a crime, who's coming and going from a crime, identify victims, witnesses, suspects. So it's, it's, extremely important not only through businesses but a lot of times through residential video surveillance is where we we can you know is important to us so i wanted to go through at least what a resident would expect if they had some video surveillance that we would like to obtain and um you know what that process entails how long it takes and what that person could expect just because i i feel like some people neglect to contact the police department just out of fear that they don't know what to expect when we show up or what or you know when they make that call so <clears throat> first off and gary chime in if you if you have any extra you know any info that you want to add to this if you don't have video surveillance on your residence i i recommend to everybody that i talk to 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 obtain it and to put some on it's not overly expensive nowadays there's surveillance systems that don't require any type of yearly subscription a lot of people are, are put off by that yearly subscriptions so you can get some that don't have any type of yearly subscription. You make a one-time purchase. Um, you know, updates. If you purchase this system, it'll stay updated for, for many years. Um, but really, just make sure if you do have a system that the time is accurate, that it's recording, that it, that it's, you know, you check it monthly if you if you be to make sure it's still recording, that there's no issues with it, that, um, you know, everything's working appropriately. Um, anything you can think of, Gary, about? Uh, one thing that's very important is... Um Check your cameras. Make sure they're clean, um, especially at night when the infrared is on. Make sure the, the cobwebs, unfortunately, the cobwebs take over and really distorts the image. So, um, yeah, make it a point to uh, <clears throat> once a month wipe down your cameras and make sure they're. Yeah, we found that we found that out at a recent catalytic <clears throat> converter <clears throat> theft. So I did want to. So actually, that was we. I meant to speak about that, er- that earlier when I was talking about some PPD news, but catalytic converter thefts started a while back. We had a rash of them about a year ago. PPD since uh, made an arrest on that for several of those individuals involved. It then started up recently again with some more catalytic converter thefts in our area, and then patrol made a great arrest on um, some involved individuals of that last week as well. Um, all because of an an alert 
resident. Right. So it's initially that how that call came in was, yeah, a resident called that they heard an odd hour. It was very early in the morning, probably around three or four in the morning. A sawzall going, which is exactly it's a little bit too early yeah, for some normal. of our local businesses to be doing um, vehicle work or any type of heavy machinery work. And they called, and that's what led to to the arrest of you know an individual individual stealing some catalytic converters. Um, and it, I guess another public service announcement to uh, you know to the public: if try not to keep. And, and it, I, I get it that it's not it's not easy to lock up vehicles in, in a in a gated area. Okay, space is limited, but if you can keep an area light um, lighted, you know, with some floodlights or, um, you know, put them in a location where there's a good amount of foot traffic or near a roadway where at least maybe streetlights may illuminate the area, install surveillance cameras. I mean, that's you know, just take the necessary precautions to try and protect yourself and. You know, don't park vehicles way off the roadway in a secluded area just because it's a storage location. I mean, that's an easy target for somebody who wants to come and steal some catalytic converters. And again, these are just recommendations. Yeah. You know, some just, to some it might be common sense. To mm-hmm. others, it, they've almost become complacent, you know, and, and it's okay. It's great to feel safe. We all should feel safe. But at the same time, don't... Uh, don't leave it in, as an easy opportunity for these thieves. And, and, that, and that's the point that we're making with the cameras. You know, um, you get complacent. You know, yeah, I got cameras. I'm good. But uh, definitely maintenance is very important on those. Mm. Which on top of it, which I, I didn't, I, Darren, you mentioned it. And I hadn't initially thought about this when speaking about catalytic converters. But just call. I mean, the department's open 24-7 and we receive calls at all times oh, I didn't want to bother them oh. right so I mean this person very well could have said yeah I heard something I heard a saw going called this at 10 a.m. and you know when which is normal gone. that's normal right and it, and it would have helped us to identify that these were stolen but it wouldn't have helped us to actually you know catch the people in the act if you're already woken up at four o'clock in the morning to somebody using a sawzall, then it doesn't take it too much to call, take an extra minute to call, you know, Pittsburgh Police Dispatch and let them know that there's something suspicious. It may have been a guy who was out there, or girl, or whoever, um, sawing down a tree branch. But um, at four you know, in the morning, right? <laughs> but at least yeah. we check it out. This one turned out to be a crime, and we, you know, we applaud that that uh, citizen for making the call and helping us out with that. So, I think we uh, Gary's giving me a point here. We got to yep. take a take a break on. Um, Check in again with the weather in case you didn't listen the first time. And uh, we'll be right back. WTBR radar weather for the Pittsfield area today. Sunny. Highs in the mid-70s. Northwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, clear. Lows in the lower 50s. North wind around 5 miles per hour. Saturday, sunny. Highs in the upper 70s. North wind around 5 miles per hour. Weather forecasts for WTBRFM are provided by the National Weather Service. Pittsville residents, have you heard about Code Red? It's the city's emergency alert program, and it keeps you informed on the latest updates and notifications, including but not limited to weather-related emergencies, road closures, and water main breaks. So stay connected and be informed. Text Pittsfield to 99411 to enroll or visit cityofpittsfield.org to sign up. 
Hi, this is Sergeant Mark Madalena with the Pittsfield Police Department. We all have busy lives and we're in a hurry to get to where we need to be. While driving, people are eating, drinking, talking, putting on makeup, doing their hair, checking social media, texting each other, all while the dog sits on their lap. The result is running red lights, stop signs, speeding, and finally crashing. Distracted driving is illegal. You can be ticketed or criminally charged. Please share the road and pay attention. Let's make sure everyone gets where they want to go safely. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. Folks, unfortunately, drug use is a driving factor for a lot of crime taking place in our city. The most prevalent crime being theft. Please, take the extra time to ensure that your belongings are safe inside your vehicle. Do not leave anything of value in plain sight. Hide your belongings. Place them in your trunk or take anything of value out of the vehicle. Always keep your vehicle locked. Don't make it easy for them. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. We all have busy lives and we're in a hurry to get where we need to go. While driving, people are eating, drinking, talking, putting on makeup, doing their hair, checking social media, texting each other, all while the dog sits on their lap. The result is running red lights, stop signs, speeding, and finally crashing. Distracted driving is illegal. You can be ticketed or criminally charged. Please share the road and pay attention. Let's make sure everyone gets where they're going safely. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Hi, this is Officer Darren Derby with the Pittsfield Police Department. Better weather is around the corner. Expect an increase in the number of pedestrians on walkways, cyclists sharing our roads, and kids playing outside. It is imperative we all pay better attention while driving, walking, running, and cycling. So we need to do our part in keeping everyone safe by adhering to the rules of the road. Wear bright clothing if you are walking or running. If you are driving, please slow down and don't drive while distracted. Pay attention. Let's keep each other safe. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Really? I always enjoy that. Oh, my gosh. We back? Yeah, we're back. Can you hear? Yeah. This is Darren Derby. Oh. oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Good thing you weren't. Sarge, <laughs> listen. Sarge, you ready? Sir, I could think it's, I wasn't saying anything listen. embarrassing. Oh, yeah, because, <laughs> listen, if, if the community doesn't already know, you know, which I learned quickly during his probation period, <laughs> they don't swear. So that profanity filter thing you got on there, what was it? Profanity delay. Yeah. You'd never have to worry about that with him or Chris. Oh, you have one here? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't need it. We we have it on when the chief is here. So in case he reads an email or opens it up and, you know, he tends to just have blah. Spontaneous uh, reaction. Utterance. Yeah, yeah utterance. spontaneous utterance, which which we can use in the court of law. That's right. That's right. So we're back. Uh, we should uh, have a show on discussing, like, certain laws. But I don't I – guess, I guess you'd have to be careful on – you know, we want to educate the public. The public should be educated on what certain laws, you know, when it comes to uh, past assault and batteries that are simple and, yeah. you know, why don't we arrest for this and arrest for that? But I think um, as the uh, specialist over here and the new host of On Patrol with the PPD. The new host. Yeah, that's the new host. Part uh, just for today, though. You, you do have the radio voice. Today and do I? last time and the time before that. and uh, yeah, the alleged weekly radio show. So we had to say we had to throw that in a couple of times. That's the um, the uh, what the mo- the slogan is that what it is motto? Oh, you know what else we forgot? <coughs> um, you know we want to give a shout out to WTBR eighty nine point seven FM, which allows us to have this alleged weekly 
radio show uh, called On Patrol with PPD here in Pittsfield, Mass., usually hosted by the chief, but he's away, so we get to have fun um, and laugh and <laughs> smile and... I don't know. I'll tell you no, what. We're though. just kidding, Chief. I don't know who was in here. I think he's doing jujitsu today or something. Is so. he? He's probably on the mat right now. And I would only imagine that he's on his back, getting pinned, and there is eighty-nine point seven FM. He's listening. He needs to listen. So he's listening right now on the mat, and all of a sudden he just goes into like this big giggle, you know. And he's like, "Okay, you know, blue, blue, whatever they call the tap out." You know, he's mercy. I don't know what the heck they what they say, and uh, he's just laughing himself, you know. I don't know. I'm sure I'll catch heck for this later, but I thought he might lose sleep overnight thinking that we were gonna Oh we were man. gonna go wild here. Yeah, we're he's gonna get to, complaints to, uh, from the good for him. <clears throat> I don't know who was in this room before us. Hope you're proud I of us, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate everything from WTBR. I'm usually a guy who's very temperature wise hot, but it was cold in here this morning. That AC it was, was like hot. it was, was like <laughs> So, yeah. but we thank them for turning it down. The thing is huge. Yeah, if you could see this thing, you don't have a camera. If you could see this thing, it's on the wall. It's like it's almost the size of a casket. It's it is huge. Yeah, I would have gone with maybe more of like a uh, you know a what desk, it's called, not a casket, it's called like but a mini split. That's right. So getting back on track here, we're we're, uh, we're going to uh, surveillance so, cameras. So talking. surveillance. I I just want to quickly talk to you just let the public know about what to expect if we if they had a video surveillance what i ask is if you have surveillance of an, of in an incident where you know that we're in you know uh some sort of criminal activity happened and we're investigating it you can look at it yourself of course it's your own system but do not um, make the determination if you think it's important for us to use um you know, on your own and just decide that you're not going to call us. There's many times where something's so minute that we're looking for that, it, that you know, a resident you know, looks at their own camera system and thinks it's nothing, but it's very important to us. If you have video surveillance in an area, we just ask that you call. Um, Gary and I or an investigator or, you know, a patrol officer may even come out just to take a look at it to see if it's important to our case, our investigation. If it's not, we, we can leave within a couple of minutes without, you know, not take up much time of your day. And, um, but if it is important for us or we think it's something that we could, we could use, it generally doesn't take too long, especially if Gary goes with us. He's like a whiz with those um, computer systems and with the video surveillance. So we could be in and out in probably less than 10 minutes. Sometimes we need, may need to leave the the uh, USB to download for a while and come back a little bit later. But, um, you know, it's not something that's going to take up your, your entire day. This isn't something where we're going to, you know, be trouncing through your house for hours and hours. It's, you know, we appreciate you helping us out and... Um, you know, we try to make it as time sensitive as we can. So I ask that you call us. We can t come take a quick look and uh, and go from there. Many times we may not even take the video. So real quick, I want to talk about regarding video surveillance uh, with Gary. There's a system that was in the process of being implemented. It kind of took a, a little bit of a, a, a delay or a stall for a bit, but we're hoping to get it back up and running with video surveillance throughout the um, city called SCRAM, correct? Yep. Yeah, so we started working on this before COVID and – COVID kind of delayed it, and we haven't gotten back on track to get it up and running. But it's the uh, security camera registration and mapping program. A lot of communities Somebody already. Somebody took my idea, huh? Oh, sorry. It's I not your. I idea didn't realize if you this, don't mention. I didn't it. realize the mic was on. Sorry. <laughs> I did actually mention it. I remember when I was driving around the city, sending emails to Lieutenant Madalena. 
letting him know where there were surveillance cameras. Oh, that, that must be that blank <clears throat> spreadsheet that we have. <laughs> I, I only sent information in. It was blank. It's now being populated by by us, so we're uh, we're working on it. So really? so we we do document where there's video surveillance so that it helps us out with our investigations. But with Scram, it's a it it is pretty much in conjunction with that, but a way that the citizens of Pittsfield can report to us their own video surveillance systems. Basically, it's, uh, like a, it's a registry. Wrong. Yeah, so it's a registry. Huh. Um, a lot of communities already have it, huh. uh, so we're getting on board with that. Um, they can register with us, and it's our system. We're the only ones that have access to it. And so if a crime happens, we can type in the address, and it'll give us a list of cameras in that area. Wow. And that's how it, how it we, it's not up and running, or is it up and running currently? The, the database is ready. We just need to get it out to the community. Can we do that today? Can you just tell people, hey, this is where you go? I mean... Or we have to wait for the official. I think we have to wait for the official. Oh man, why'd you even bring it up? So then? to get well, how so? How once it is official, how how is it that that a citizen will be able to go through or registering uh, for it? When we set it up, it'll be right on our website. They can click the link and uh, there's a few questions about their system, uh, how many cameras they have, uh, what directions they point in, what they're looking at, uh, what's the retention time, and uh, before that video disappears. And and. For those who are, you know, there's conspiracy theorists out there that just love finding mistakes that the police make, um, we can't access any of that information. No. No, this okay. th- this is... It's sent to us. Yes. Okay. So essentially, it would, just, it would basically go into an Excel sheet. It says the name of the person, where their address is, and a phone number to contact them, right. and they have video. And yep. then we would go about, it makes it easier instead of us having to go knock on your door, bother you in person, we can we can call you or email you if, you, if that At works. At 2 o'clock in the morning, we're yeah. like, hey, listen, we just had a catalytic and third of the, can you, uh, can you wake up for a minute? <laughs> so it definitely helps with that. And we that, wouldn't and, do that. Yeah, we wouldn't have access, the public doesn't have access to that list, you know, and, and we don't have any access to your own surveillance system. We would just have to go meet with you to still do that, just a way for us to be able to contact you. So that's, that's a, um, something we've been working on and it will hopefully be coming out at some point this year so we can work on that. Yep. And we'll make another announcement through this, um, probably the radio show. Scram. Well. I love that. Who came up with that? I did. No, you didn't. I did. You stole it. I stole, yeah, I did steal it. <laughs> I think I, I stole it from Boston or one of those communities out there. I mean, that's, that's ingenious, though. Yeah. I wish it was more crime-related acronym, but... Uh, that's not good. You got power outage. GAC was, I'm telling you, it was pumping too much, oh, so it's causing gosh. the power to, to uh, drain in here. Um, so, Darren, let's get on to anything. Uh, I know you talked a little bit about what you got going on for the weekend regarding uh, the weekends that you have off that you don't actually have off. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how about anything else that's going on with uh, throughout the city? Uh, so on August 29th, 4 to 6. Gosh, now I'm going to be hated. Um, we have uh, haircuts for girls. Um, I, I know some people on social media were not really all that happy that it wasn't for boys, but boys are not excluded. Um, you're Darren running, only knows how to give uh, the the fully bald cut, so the boys might not want to that's even right, go anyways. That's right. Listen, I'll give, I don't care if boy, girl, I'll... I'll Listen, we'll shave your head, and you can look just as good as this. Um, but, you know, salons are really limited to the style of cut, and it's usually geared towards girls' hair, longer hair. 
But for boys who have longer hair, uh, it used to be me. Long blonde hair, by the way. When? When I was younger. I did. I got pictures. There's, there's, there's proof out there. I'll show you. Yep. Yep. High school? No, elementary school. <laughs> I did. Well. Um, I had beautiful blonde hair. So, um, yes, you can bring your boy or child that has longer hair that likes to keep it a little longer. Um, they will style it, but it's limited, again, to um, longer hair. Um, so this will be our fifth annual at the 413 Salon located on Wendell Ave. Now, is that different? Is it just... Um you know, hairdressers from that salon or is it uh, from the So it's city from the four, 413 salon, and I think they, they have a couple others that come in uh, from neighboring uh, salons that also help out. And it's all, it's donated time. Um, we're going to be, do, hopefully uh, we'll have some gift bags uh, to give out. You know, with COVID and everything else, um, th- this event kind of popped up on us really, really quick. Um, we have not secured uh, backpacks, which we have in the past because of shortages and everything else going on. Um, and uh, it's just been a it's been a hectic year, I think, for everybody. And um, so we're happy just to be able to provide the the free, the new dues, the up dues um, yes. for the girls to and, and <clears throat> those with longer hair um, to be able to you know kind of present themselves on the first day of school with. Um, you know, a, a smile and, you know, hair. Again, I used to have long hair, so I'm well aware of this next statement. Um, looking your best and having that great haircut um, gives you a high self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, for me now, it's you noticing that I have this amazing shiny head, right? So yep. similar to your haircut or... <laughs> few haircuts it's, that you have to make yep. um i i feel good when i shave my head and i have a, a shiny shiny dome i don't feel so good in three or four days when i look more like yours <laughs> um and i have like a bozo the hair you know that just that halo that goes just around you know it's awful to me um so i i, I am aware that it does give you some self-esteem, and it kind of, you know, it just makes the day better. You know, you, you feel good. If you look good, you feel good, um, you know, you're going to have a good day. For those listening on the radio but not watching, I am, I don't believe I'm balding that much. So I know Darren uh, You have a horseshoe. <laughs> you have the horseshoe going on. It's a little deeper than uh, Smart Gary's. So. Yeah. Well, that's uh, a... <clears throat> No, very cool. I understand the the yeah going to which school is around the right around the corner. Huh? Oh, uh, start, does it start the first? Is it September for Thursday the first? We're going to do a high five at Capeless, and I think they they said first day was on the first, which is a Thursday. So I don't. They go right into the weekend. They I think they have the yeah. the whole day Thursday, and I don't know. You got kids? Are they school age? No, not oh, even close. Oh, oh, Gary, <laughs> well, Gary does. We only think it's that because you know. Every time he has a child, he's gone for like six years. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, that's it's more for, than he's uh, been here. Episode. That's more <laughs> than my, my children are doing uh, virtual academy again oh, this year. Oh, okay. All right. Well, All right. I, I believe 
if it's still the same when I went to school, yeah, early September. That's uh, yeah. I feel like the summer's just flown by. Well, in the past, it has started at the end of an August yeah. before. Um, I'm not sure why, but either way, it's, it's um, good that you're doing the high five event. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna try to do that again. Uh, I've had a couple of requests. Um, you know, obviously uh, the chief is usually on board with that, um, but with sh- staffing shortages and the numbers and vacation, it's hard to get an officer at every school. But uh, I know the fire department joins us and other community members and leaders and organizations. Usually, we try to get somebody at every school. Um, so that'll be coming up. Uh, what else we got going on? I think that's that's it at my end. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Well, <clears throat> good stuff. I mean. I think to. COVID maybe made us, I don't know, the time that we have now, the summers flew by. I think it might have been, be in part to COVID, being able, having so many things to do now. Yeah. I, and I get yeah. COVID still around, but um, I don't know, just between, I, I feel like the, the summer's flown by. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, some of the camps, they have about a week left. Um, we're going to stop out there with Operation Copsicle, hopefully. I don't know. I was going to try to do it today, but I got to stock up. Um, we have been use, utilizing Operation Copsicle more than we ever have. It's been out every other day, um, uh, you know, because it's available. There's, uh, I'm able to staff it. And, uh, yeah. Oh, the other good thing. Um, I know Winston's not here, so we can't, uh, he wasn't reminding us. So we passed our therapy dog certification oh, the nice. other day. So I get to take off that in-training uh, Velcro. Um and I'm going to put a certified therapy dog on there. What did that consist of? I'm not familiar with that. Part, with the uh... um, so it's more of uh, obedience, and uh, there are some um, other things that you have to look out for, you know, in regards to like aggression and whatnot. Um, but uh, we passed the other day. What day was it? Tuesday. Tuesday uh, with um, master dog training expert uh, Caesar uh, Foise. Oh, uh, he does that? Yes. I didn't know he did yes. the, uh, for your... Well, because so we're part of NAPWADA now, uh, National Police Working Dog Association. I'm sure I screwed it up. Um, so they have now put together a certification for uh, therapy dogs and comfort dogs. They saw the need for it. The PDs are going towards it. Uh, many are actually going away from, you know, the, the patrol dogs, um, you know, with more and more... Uh, laws changing, um, you know, what the dogs are limited on doing. Now, a lot of PDs are saying, hey, you know what, like a therapy dog, comfort dog, um, that's perfect for us. We use them for post-traumatic incidents, uh, sexual assaults, uh, post-fires, um, you know, and, and you name it. And, you know, they've stepped up and said, hey, you know what, like here's, let's do a certification program. Although it's still in its uh, infancy age uh it's it's pretty uh it is a little strenuous um on the dogs and on the handler so there's one test where the dog has to uh down down being has to uh lay down um for 15 minutes wow and uh he got to like 13 and we had to do it over and that yeah yeah all because gotta, of a, they won't give the you a little leeway no, no the wind picked up and it flapped this uh, sign that was on the fence, and he didn't like that. So, uh, and then I actually, he has to be down for uh, three minutes while I'm out of sight. Oh, wow. So it's, uh, you know, not that the dog will really ever be out of sight for three minutes, especially if he's working. Um, it, it was definitely a good test. 
we're working on him, uh, the recall. And the recall really is him coming back to me. If he's not next to me, I can recall him and he comes back. He still chases birds and <laughs> squirrels. And we got him away from the leaf the other day, though. Well, yeah, he didn't move. That's what makes dogs fun, though. You know, you got it. They're, they're yeah. dogs as well. We're Mine humans. We're not robots. So. I, would, I would, you know, finger, finger gun it. And yeah. Pow, pow, and the thing would lay down and, you know, it did that with Cheez-Its. Wow. Yeah. So with uh, Winston, he is food motivated. With our other canines, they are toy driven. Mm. So, yeah. I think my dog at home may only be able to pass the uh, laying down part. I think he may lay down for five hours straight. He probably could, I think. Every <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do much moving. Uh, well, listen, uh. when Winston is home, when he, when, so we co-parent, as many listeners know. Um, so we co-parent the chief and his wife, uh, C, has them for uh, half the week, usually a little more than half the week. And then we have them for the, we have him for the rest of the overnights. Um, and when he's with us, he's just like a couch potato. Like he doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's like, dog, you're, you're, you know, Winston, you're 14 months old. Like you should be like chewing things up and, you know, like nonstop, like, mo- nah, he don't care. That's because the chief wore him out. Well, I, I, I think either that or he, just, he has or... long days. Well, I don't, yeah. not as much, no. Yeah. Um, but we go out to Deconic, um, you know, in the baseball field and when nobody's around, of course, and we just let him run um, and get his energy out. Mm-hmm. And he likes that, and it's good. Yeah. I did want to, so before, I know we're getting close to the end here. I didn't think we were, I th- didn't think we'd run out of time, to be honest. Oh, yeah. But... Um, I dragged it out of you. Amanda Stebbin, I'm not sure if she's ever been on the radio show, but she's our information, she's our crime analyst through the city of uh, yeah, Police been Department. Before. She has, okay. Yeah. So she, for the previous show that we were going to do, which we had to cancel, we had some other arrangements come up, but she had given me a lot of information I want to talk about um, scams, which are, any time of the year, they're always you know prevalent in the law enforcement world. Every you know, I could probably count on, Every day I could count, you know, at least one scam that's we either get a report of it or, you know, somebody tries to scam me or through my phone or whatever. So she provided a ton of information about scams that I, I and I I didn't want to go through the show without, you know, talking a little bit about them and providing some information to the public about them and, you know, kind of educating them. So um, I thank you, Amanda. And I'm, um, there's a whole bunch of different scams and scams can, you can... If you're a victim of a scam, you can you know lose your identity or um, lose a lot of money, unfortunately. And a lot of times, it's difficult for us to track down where these scams came, uh, you know originated because it comes from out of the country at many times. Um, a whole different you know array of scams. Um, just to go through a few of them here, uh, such as like an IRS call, which I'm sure everybody's probably received that one—a voicemail where you know somebody claims that they're from the IRS. You haven't paid your taxes. You now have a warrant for your arrest, and that they're going to arrest you if you don't pay a certain amount of money to them. Um, I like to, to you know inform the public that generally a police department, a, a federal agency, any type of you know law enforcement entity is not going to call you and tell you that you have a warrant and that they're going to arrest you if you don't do something for them. So. If you receive a call like that, uh, you, you know, call the police department, ask them about it, inquire about it, and um, you know, they'll be able to pretty quickly probably tell you if it's a it's a scam or not. Um, you know, we get a lot of reports of uh, people saying that Amazon, Apple, um, you know, Google, any of these you know large 
um, you know, technological companies reach out to you and say that, you know, your account's been hacked, uh, that you need to make, you need to pay some money to, you know, recover your account or to make it so that they can release the account back to you. Um, generally it's, it's, you know, that's a scam. Uh, those, those companies generally don't reach out in the way that they, you know, these scammers do via, you know, an email or such. Um, just to go over some red flags for, you know, residents to make them aware and kind of, you know, be on alert for how to protect themselves or what they may see if there's scams. So generally any type of agency is not going to ask for payment via gift card to cover any type of expenses. So if you had, if you owed money to the IRS, they're never going to say pay them in $7,000 in target gift cards in the denominations of 500. So you know, that's, it may sound like a joke, but it's, that's many times it's what people report to us. So, you know, they will never ask for gift cards, big company names. Let's say Amazon is the, is the, the scammer that's calling out to you. Um, you know, they may, an email you may receive from them may be from amazon.com at amazon.com, but it may be spelled A-M-A-Z-O-N-N with two N's to try and throw you off. Makes you think it's Amazon. Just pay attention to the company names. Um, any you know company that's asking for personal information, social security number, you know identification numbers, banking account information. Generally, these companies aren't going to ask for that. Um, you know, really in any aspect. So if anybody's asking for that type of personal information, definitely um, should put you on alert and uh, and question that. And um, you know, easily obtainable information. So if, if a company is at, let's say Amazon reaches out to you and is asking for your address is asking for, you know, a phone number that's that, which is generally pretty easily attainable by them. Um, you know, it should make you kind of question as well who, who you're speaking with. Um, it never hurts if somebody calls you and, and you say, I want to, you know, look into this further and I'll call you back and then you can call them back. Let's say it's a legitimate agency. Your banking institution calls you up and is asking for some information. You say, I don't, you know, I, I don't, exactly know who I'm speaking with or I don't feel comfortable talking over the phone, go into your local branch and, and speak with them or, you know, call the police department and talk with us about it. And we can, you know, inform you if we, you know, think it's legitimate or if we think there's some different steps that you can take to try and protect yourself. So, um, just be wary and everybody's, it's sad that we have to provide this information and we have to talk about this because people prey on, you know, the insecurities of some people or, you know, they're, they're, um, personal information, but just, you know, take the necessary steps to protect yourself. And, um, you know, we hate to see people that are victim of these, you know, large scams. Um, I'm sure everybody in this room has received calls about oh, yeah. as being a police officer, receiving you how many arrest warrants, warrant <laughs> <laughs> how many arrest warrants all of us probably have for, uh, not paying IRS or whatever that they, that they say. So, um, and we're winding now with time here, and they can be. They can, some of them can be very aggressive, right? And that's. Um, I think part of it. I think is people just they're so aggressive that they they're just, just like, okay. I'll just, yeah, yeah, I'll just yeah, yeah, okay. Just so you stop bothering me. Yeah, there's nothing. And usually they're over the phone. There's nothing saying you can't hang up on a person and then you know contact the agency that you, the legitimate agency. So, um, the heat, the humidity's dropped down a bit, so it's a little bit more comfortable outside. Hope everybody enjoys the rest of their Friday. I hope you enjoyed listening to us today, and um, you know, enjoy the weekend. I think it's supposed to be pretty good weather. So, any any last comments from anybody? Yes, we appreciate WTBR eighty nine point seven FM Pittsfield Community Radio, which I I will vote as number one in the in the community. Sorry, Slater. <laughs> well, Gary, anything? No, I'm good. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks to all our listeners, and uh, I hope you tune in next week. I believe the Chief may be back next week. Is that right? 
That's it. All Goodbye. Right. Best music. Best music.